Hey everybody, it's Ashley. Welcome to the BU Podcast. Here we are going to be reading and discussing the Bible. We are going to read the great word of God and reach many hearts one episode at a time. So welcome to the first episode when we're going to start our chronological order of the Bible with the first book, the book of Genesis, in the Old Testament, chapters 1, 2, and 3. Let's begin. Chapter 1, the account of creation. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Before I continue, I want to emphasize in the first three words, in the beginning, and form a new beginning with him. I'm going to continue. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep waters. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good. Then he separated the light from the darkness. He called the light day and the darkness night. And evening passed and morning came, marking the first day. So here the first day is over and we can see that he separated the light from the darkness and made day and night. Then God said, Let there be a space between the waters to separate the waters of the heavens from the waters of the earth. And that is what happened. God made the space to separate the waters of the earth from the waters of the heavens. God called the space sky. And evening passed and morning came, marking the second day. Then God said, Let the waters beneath the sky flow together into one place, so dry ground may appear. And that is what happened. God called the dry ground land and the waters seas. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let the waters sprout with vegetation. Every sort of seed-bearing plant and trees that grows seed-bearing fruit. These seeds will then produce the kind of plants and trees from which they came. And that is what happened. The land produced vegetation, all sorts of seed-bearing plants, and trees with seed-bearing fruit. Their seeds produced plants and trees of the same kind. And God saw that it was good. And evening passed and morning came, marking the third day. Then God said, Let lights appear in the sky to separate the day from the night. Let them be signs to mark the seasons, days, and years. Let these lights in the sky shine down on the earth. And that is what happened. God made two great lights, the larger one to govern the day and the smaller one to govern the night. He also made the stars. God set these lights in the sky to light the earth to govern the day and night, and to separate the light from darkness. And God saw that it was good. And evening passed and morning came, marking the fourth day. Then God said, Let the water swarm with fish and other life. Let the skies be filled with birds of every kind. So God created great sea creatures and every living thing that scurries and swarms in the water and every sort of bird, each producing offspring of the same kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply. Let the fish fill the seas and the birds multiply on earth. And evening passed and morning came, marking the fifth 
day. Then God said, Let the earth produce every sort of animal, each producing offspring of the same kind. Livestock, small animals that scurry along the ground, and wild animals. And that is what happened. God made all sorts of wild animals, livestock, and small animals, each able to produce offspring of the same kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make human beings in our image to be like us. And I just want to emphasize really quickly that when it says in our image and to be like us, it is speaking about the Holy Trinity, which is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. They will reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, all the wild animals on the earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and govern it. Reign over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and all the animals that scurry along the ground. Then God said, Look, I have given you every seed-bearing plant throughout the earth and all the fruit trees for your food. And I have given every green plant as food for all the wild animals, the birds in the sky and the small animals that scurry along the ground, everything that has life. And that is what happened. And that's the end of chapter one. We are now continuing on to chapter two. So the creation of heavens, of the heavens and the earth and everything in them was complete. On the seventh day, God had finished his work of creation, so he rested from all his work. And God blessed the seventh day and declared it holy, because it was the day when he rested from all his work of creation. I just want to emphasize that the whole account of creation lasted seven days, but only six of those days were used to make creation. And the last and final day, which was the seventh day, was used for resting. God used it for resting. He needed a day to rest. It is so, so important to rest. And there are many ways to rest. But one of the best ways to rest is in the Word of God and reflecting, as well as praying. You know, the enemy wants to keep us busy. But we have to open our eyes and realizing that being busy always isn't always necessarily good. It doesn't mean that being busy is going to get us to be successful. To being successful and to being where God wants us to be, we need to be in presence with Him. We need to be grounded in His Word. We need to take the time to spend it with God. It is so, so, so important to spend time with God as well as not put idols. Like our work can become an idol. You know, you're working constantly. So you, it becomes an idol and social media can become an idol. So we need to realize and to not let these things become an idol. We need to put God first and stay in touch with his word. I'm going to continue reading. This is the account of creation of the heavens and the earth. The man and woman of Eden. When the Lord God made the earth and the heavens, 
neither wild plants nor grains were growing on the earth. For the Lord God had not yet sent rain to water the earth, and there were no people to cultivate the soil. Instead, springs came from the ground and watered all the land. Then the Lord God formed the man from dust of the ground. He breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils, and the man became a living person. Then the Lord God planted a garden in Eden in the east, and there he placed the man he had made. The Lord God made all sorts of trees grow up from the ground, trees that were beautiful and that produced delicious fruit. In the middle of the garden, he placed a tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. A river flowed from the land of Eden, watering the garden and then dividing into four branches. The first branch, called the Fission, flowed around the entire land of Hivala, where gold is found. The gold of that land is exceptionally pure. The second branch, called the Gihon, flowed around the land of Cush. The third branch, called the Tigris, flowed east of the land of Ashur. The fourth branch is called the Euphrates. The Lord God placed the man in the Garden of Eden to tend and watch over it. But the Lord God warned him, You may eat freely the fruit of every tree in the garden, except the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. If you eat its fruit, you are sure to die. Then the Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper who is just right for him. So the Lord God formed from the ground all the wild animals and all the birds in the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would call them. And the man chose a name for each one. He gave names to all the livestock, all the birds of the sky, and all the wild animals. But still, there was no helper just right for him. So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. While the man slept, the Lord God took out one of the man's ribs, closed up the opening. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib, and he brought her to the man. At last, the man exclaimed, This one is bone from my bone, and flesh from my flesh. She will be called woman, because she was taken from man. This explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife, and the two are united into one. Now, the man and his wife were both naked, but they felt no shame. And that is the end of chapter 2 and the beginning of chapter 3. The man and woman sin. The serpent was one of the shrewdest of all the wild animals the Lord God had made. One day he asked a woman, did God really say you must not eat the fruit from any of the trees in the garden? Of course we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, the woman replied. It is only the fruit from the tree in the middle of the garden that we are not allowed to eat. God said you must not eat it or even touch it. If you do, you will die. You will not die, the serpent replied to the woman. God knows that your eyes will be open as soon as you eat it. And you will be like God, knowing both good and evil. The woman was convinced. She saw that the tree was beautiful and its fruit looked delicious. And she wanted the wisdom it would give her. So she took some of the fruit and ate it. Then she gave some of it to her husband, who was with her. And he ate it too. 
At that moment, their eyes were open, and suddenly, they felt shame at their nakedness. So they sewed fig leaves together to cover themselves. When the cool evening breezes were blowing, the man and his wife heard the Lord God walking about in the garden. So they hid from the Lord God among the trees. Then the Lord God called to the man, "Where are you?" He replied. I heard you walking in the garden, so I hid. I was afraid because I was naked. Who told you that you were naked? The Lord God asked. Have you eaten from the tree whose fruit I commanded you not to eat? The man replied, "It was the woman you gave me who gave me the fruit, and I ate it." Then the Lord God asked the woman, "What have you done?" The serpent deceived me. She replied, "That's why I ate it." Then the Lord God said to the serpent and to the man, He said, "Since you listened to your wife and ate from the tree, whose fruit I commanded you not to eat, the ground is cursed because of you. All your life you will struggle to scratch a living from it. It will grow thorns and thistles for you, though you will eat of its grains. By the sweat of your brow you will have food to eat until you return to the ground from which you were made, for you are made from dust, and to dust you will return." I love that line. For you were made from dust, and to dust you will return. We all were brought into life, and one day, of course, we will die. But by accepting God and His covenant later, of Jesus through Jesus, we will have eternal life. We have eternal life currently, but later throughout the Bible, we see how He gives us eternal life through His Son Jesus. I'm going to continue. Paradise lost God's judgment. Then the man Adam named his wife Eve because she would be the mother of all who live. And the Lord God made clothing from animal skins for Adam and his wife. That is verse twenty-one from chapter three. I find that so interesting. How even though they had just sinned, they had disobeyed God. And God was furious. He still loved them. That He made clothes for them from animal skin. And again, to emphasize, it is never, never too late to go and talk to God and come clean. Then the Lord God said, "Look, the human beings have become like us." Again, us refers to the Trinity: God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Because you have done this, you are cursed. More than all animals, domestic and wild, you will crawl on your belly, groveling in the dust as long as you live, and I will cause you hostility between you and the woman, and between your offspring and her offspring. He will strike your head, and you will strike his heel. Then he said to the woman, "I will sharpen the pain of your pregnancy, and in pain you will give birth. But you will desire to control your husband, but he will rule over you." Knowing both good and evil, what did they reach out, take fruit from the tree of life, and eat it? Then they will live forever. So the Lord God banished them from the Garden of Eden, and He sent Adam out to cultivate the ground from which he had been made. After sending them out, the Lord God stationed mighty cherubim to the east of the Garden of Eden, and He placed a flaming sword that flashed back and forth to guard. The way to the tree of life. 
And that is the end of chapter three of the book of Genesis. And what we can grasp from all of this is that our decisions, our actions, our thoughts, our sins have a consequence. And we have to learn that we can always talk to God. I find it just this beginning is just so interesting and so crucial to how we all came into life. I hope you learned a lot and I hope you spent much time with God. Thank you for tuning in into this episode of the first three chapters of the book of Genesis of the Bible. I hope to see you next time on the BU podcast. I'm Ashley and I'm reaching lives one episode at a time.